Hello, welcome back to Big Mood, everybody. It is a big mood today because we got one of our favorite guests Yay. back. We got Stacy Diaz Yay. in the house. Yay. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming back, Stacy. Thank you for having me yet again. Do you miss <laughs> us? I do. I enjoy coming with you guys. I Yay. enjoy talking, seeing you guys. It's fun. It's a good time. Enjoy you too. We, we love and having you. Also, I love how you completely change up your style every single time. Mm-hmm. It's like a new guest. Oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> I have gotten that since JK News. Like yeah. every time I, I love appear, it. Yeah. I don't know why it's so hard for people. Like you just do a different <laughs> hairstyle. Like it's not that hard. Like you change up your makeup. It's fun. You know what it is? Is like I had never dyed my hair ever, or like oh. I think I just don't change. I've, I've had the same clothes for like five years, yeah. except for my Stitch Fix clothes. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've had the same hair color for the past year. The first year of JK News, I did change my hair. You're doing like blonde. Um, but yeah, I've had yeah. this hair for like. Oh, I guess because you do it different styles. Then. Yeah. Like it's, it's sometimes growing. it's longer, then yeah, it's yeah, short, yeah, yeah. then it's longer. I do get extensions in, get oh, them out. Nice. You know? Yeah. She's also on her fall look t- right now. Oh, yeah. That's what's happening. Fall look. Well, anyways, Cute. Something it. else is Thank new you. about you, and it's very. Oh, my teeth? <laughs> yes. very pretty. Yes, girl. Okay, Hell so we're yeah. going to get what? into this topic before we get into the quick. actual topic. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, they look so they good. They look really, really good. It. Thank they you. Some so, people's don't. Yeah, well, thank you. I was really nervous to be one of those people, yeah. you know, especially because once you pay, you don't get a refund. You just yeah. get like, you could either take them off and then get new ones, but I would be like paying all it's over like again. It's your fucking oh, problem. Yeah, but um, I did it. There's a vlog about it. If you guys want to see it, it, it was check an out experience. Yeah. yeah, it's. I went to Mexico for them, so it was a good time. Nice. Oh, you, see, yeah. you know, like, earlier she was telling me how she went to Mexico for like dentistry, and then but then she was really telling me about her jewelry business. Mm-hmm. It never clicked. That she you didn't even notice. Did no. Oh my gosh, you're funny. <laughs> I'm so. Oblivious. She's not on social media either. I'm and I've really. seen the, I've seen mm, the posts. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're there. Yeah. True. <laughs> oh, before we begin, because we always forget to do this, um, we're going to introduce the whoever's on our regular cast that's on the show today. I'm Nikki for all you audio listeners. I'm Jess. I'm Tiff. Okay. And then, of course, we have Stacy. So we, we have Stacy. And we have Gina. She's listening in the background, so she'll, she's going <laughs> to laugh at all our jokes. Okay. <laughs> Um, but today we wanted to talk about this topic because so we were all staying in an Airbnb last month mm-hmm. and so who found the filter? Me. Tiff. It was Tiff me. found this filter and then we were all using it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Something like baby, baby is face. It cute, is it cute baby face? I Something love like that. that filter. Yeah. Right? yeah. I love Period. it too. Honestly, yeah, it doesn't I don't work even for, want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna be like negative about that, no, 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 no. But I mean, I love the it's filter. neutral because so we all fell in love with it, yeah. right? Because you look and, beautiful, yeah. And then you can't Definitely. raw dog your own face after right. seeing it, exactly. That's so we were switching back and forth between the filter and like the home. But with no filter, yeah. Yeah, like you heard the, the screams X. coming oh out, God. and they're like, "That's my real face." It was like it was like, oh, this filter is what I look like, and yeah. then I put a Halloween mask on. Yeah, <laughs> it was a cruel joke. Yeah. They were playing really a cruel mean. joke. I also think it was mean because like, okay, I love my brown eyes. Mm-hmm. I love brown eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, everyone I've dated has brown eyes. I love brown eyes, but it makes your eyes like a hazel, like a hazel look. Look. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like. You Maybe could take I that t- off. What if I don't like my brown eyes? Yeah. You know? I know. I, I, I literally had the exact same thought process, too, because I'm like, I don't want to see my regular face anymore because I love this one so much. Yeah. <laughs> so then it got into this discussion because, I mean, I had never even thought of plastic surgery or bot- or any- anything on my face ever until I s- used this filter. Really? And then I was like, maybe I do need a nose job. Maybe I do. And, and I started getting in my head about it. And... 
I and all of us are like, we don't ever want to go back to our normal faces. Right. And then I started thinking about like how, damn, if you grew up with filters, yeah, we didn't grow up with with uh, social media but if you grew up this way like if you're a, a youth right now mm-hmm. um that's gotta really impact the way you see yourself for sure Heavily. for sure did you guys see the so recently i posted on my instagram about this topic and a lot of people recommended netflix's documentary the social dilemma have you guys seen it yeah i saw your post too with that filter that was a filter you used huh? i think it was i think it was mm-hmm. that filter yeah yeah but in that in that movie though, they're actually like going in depth on not just the the way filters affect us psychologically, but also just social media in general. How like we're not we're not evolved. Our brains are not evolved to receive criticism from hundreds of thousands of people yeah. constantly. Like we we're just not evolved for that. And also we're not evolved to like change our our image with like one click of a button and then Mm. see how like the endless possibilities of what we can look like so that has like severe psychological effects especially for little kids so like girls in middle school their suicide rates are going up like it's insane that's sad well i was going to tell you because you talked about how we didn't grow up with that but before the instagram filters i can think of my early 20s and the snapchat filters Mm. i wouldn't did you guys have a snapchat we're a little bit older, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't have okay. Well, well, okay. I wouldn't be able to see myself without those Snapchat filters. Mm, like now, the puppy dog ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Like yeah. because they would make you look cuter. Not as much as Instagram. Like Instagram definitely like gives you a nose job. It gives you like lip fillers. Yeah. Like it pulls your eyes. It makes yeah. you look super cute. Uh, but back then, I think it was worse for me. Now that I'm older, I'm like, Meh. like I don't look like that. It is what it is, you know. But. I was going to tell you, you could even tell on the way that teenage girls are growing up now. They're so cute. Like they are not going through an ugly face yeah, at all at whatsoever. All. I was ugly when I was 13, 14, you know, 15. Yes. You know, that was they think, but ugly. They think they're ugly. So they still go through the same mental, True. psychological thing. thing that we went through, even if their outer looks great, yeah. which, I, which is borderline if not fully body dysmorphia for sure you know which uh by the way if you don't know what that is i looked up the actual definition from the mayo clinic and it's body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance which a lot of people oh, should I, about. I think i do have that then because mm-hmm. i, I cannot stop thinking about too. my nose like really? i want to get a nose job so bad i think about that almost every day uh, i don't know wow. what's i don't know what's normal and what's yeah. like body dysmorphia because i've had a nose i job. think if you you know I think if you're thinking about it every day it's well, kind of what it sounds it like says, a flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others but you oh. may feel so embarrassed ashamed and anxious that you may avoid any social situation i think ashamed anxious and avoid social situations is the thing you're looking for do you avoid social situations i think i probably internalize some shame about my nose but i don't avoid social situations for it i just pretty much hate it on a daily basis which is bonkers to me because i think you have a great nose yeah everyone always compliments your nose no it's it's like such a nice nose but dude i totally felt that though with my ears like i would avoid doing certain activities because i didn't want my ears to show how old were you uh so when i first got this like this uh uh, what is it like insecurity this mm-hmm. insecurity about my my ears it was when I was 11 years old mm. I was I used to wear my hair tied like really low like this and, be, and then like stick stuff. it behind my mm-hmm. ears and that was like my go-to style in middle school and one day after school this kid just runs by me and he's just laughing he goes you have big ears he's like laughing he goes haha you have big ears and then he just leaves and I'm like 
What? And then it's crazy because in The Social Dilemma, the little girl that's uh, being like she plays in that movie, she also has like a, someone pointing out like, can you make your ears bigger? And then she starts looking in the mirror. And she starts covering her ears. And I'm like, I started crying because I'm like, that was literally me. Like, that was me. Because when you're that young, you're so impressionable. And like yeah. you don't understand. Like we actually as humans, we have this thing in our brains where we we must be accepted by others yeah. like yeah. tribal we, yeah the tribalism so we we end up having that we hold other people's opinions about ourselves higher than we do ourselves For so sure. when you're at that young age that impressionable you're that much more susceptible to other people's opinions about you and you end up believing what other people say well, you're still building your self image exactly so you don't have like something to compare to you just have like whatever anyone's reflecting onto you mm-hmm. and then you're like oh, I guess I'm that and you just accept it as truth mm-hmm. right and then so I ended up having that insecurity all the way up until like my early 20s ish because right around the time that I started hanging out with JK and we started doing JK party stuff which is like challenges and games um it would be required sometimes to like put my hair back because it was the game that we were doing and I'd be like begging Gio I'm like please like can I not do this I really can't show my ears like well like I was just really vocal about my insecurity about my ears and then that's when the guys just started poking fun at me like are you are you crazy like your ears are perfectly fine like what are you talking about like there's literally nothing wrong with your ears and the more I kept hearing that the more because I always held other people's values, I mean, opinions about me higher than I did myself, I started believing them that I had no reason to be insecure about my ears. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay, that's what you guys are saying. Okay, then I don't have to be insecure about my ears. Right. But it was always like outside validation that I've always needed. Um, but yeah, that's how I ended up getting over that body dysmorphia about my ears though. yeah so think of that outside validation now amplified by social media exactly. because that's what these kids are dealing with like hundreds maybe even thousands of people liking or commenting on your image and then if they're using an abundance of filters and they're getting lots of likes for it then they go back to their room and they're like well they like this version of me not this actual yeah. version of me and so there's actually been a spike in Um, plastic surgery from young people uh, like in their 20s where there's 55 55% of surgeons in 2018 are now seeing patients that uh, ask to look like their filters um, for selfies it's called like snapchat dysmorphia or something yeah I I may may have a slang like that but you mentioned plastic surgery and I wanted to talk about that because we're not slamming plastic surgery at all it's 2020 like Mm -hmm. you do what makes you feel good but um, just this like psychological aspect of it so when you got your plastic surgery done were you like how did you feel going into it oh my gosh I'm like well first of all which one girl because I've had a lot (laughs) no not a lot but I think So I started off with my boobs, right? And I was, I already started when I was like 24, 25. So I was older. It wasn't like I was like super young, like 19, 20. But I had been wanting a nose job and a boob job since I was like 12. Like ever since I was little. Because I don't know if it's because where I grew up, it's really common. All of my tias have it. Like it's not a big deal. Like it's literally, I grew up with one of my tias who literally would get lipo every 
three months. No, she did work out. Like she was like super into the gym and stuff, but yeah, she's loaded. That's yeah. expensive. I mean in Mexico is yeah. more affordable. It is oh, more affordable. Okay. And like she was well off, you know. But I grew up thinking like she was so pretty and she was the prettiest one of all my tias. And I was like, Well, she did she does that. So that's what has to happen mm-hmm. if you want to be pretty until you're old. And when I finally came here, um, It's not as normalized in the United States because here people don't care as much what they look like as they do in Mexico, at least where I'm from. Mm. Like they really do care, but it's more common to see people like not take care of themselves if you will like not saying plastic surgery means taking care of yourself but like here people don't care what they look like like they will go anywhere in any way they look Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I think L.A. is like an outlier there, but yeah, everywhere else. Well, I've seen it here, too. Like, I've seen, like, people who literally just get up in the morning, throw a bun on and leave. Nothing wrong with that. But it's just you don't see that where I'm from. Right. So when I got here, I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. Like, this is just like I am the way I am. And then eventually I was like, but I could change it. And I haven't liked it in a really long time. So why can I not change it? Mm -hmm. So I started with boobs and then eventually I started thinking about my nose. And when that became an attainable thing, I was like, well, I'm going to do it. And so I did it and I loved it because it was something that I had been wanting since I was really, really young. I wasn't as big on social media as like I am now. So when I shared that video, people were like, people were like, we love it. Like you look great. You know, I never have gotten negative feedback for being open about it because I think people get negative feedback for trying to hide yeah, it. Yeah. There's, there's, mm-hmm. well, there's a stigma either way. It's like, exactly. it's like a damned if you do damned, if you don't, yep. if you decide, Oh, I'd, I'm not going to do any plastic surgery. I'm going to age naturally. Then as you age, people are like, damn, you look old now. Like for you sure. have wrinkles. Oh for my God. Sure. And they start commenting on your appearance. Yeah. But then if you get, something done they're like oh you're fake you got well and i think that the thing (laughs) is like we have a pretty special point of view because we have people constantly commenting on the way we look Mm -hmm. yeah you know if you're like if i wasn't on social media and i was just going about my everyday life only my boyfriend would be the one that would be like uh you know like maybe you know like go to the gym or something like i feel like (laughs) that would be something that couples do (laughs) the peanut (laughs) gallery is much smaller yeah yeah like only one person is telling you like baby like which is normal like normal that we're we're our, our brains are evolved to handle that. Yeah. Yes, so exactly. for sure, I'm sure there'll be a study in like 20 well, years. I never people wanted like a us. nose job until I came here until, really? five, until five years ago. Yeah. Until social media wow. five years ago. So I never thought about it. I, I honestly, when I was younger, my thing was, I thought I had a five head because in my middle school, I plucked my eyebrows so thin. Like <laughs> just, I was like around a bunch of cholas and stuff. <laughs> so I had these thin ass fucking eyebrows. My forehead just seemed so massive. And I was like, Oh my God, I have a five head. When I get older, I'm going to get my hairline like brought down so that was hair transplants yeah i was like that's the one i'm gonna do and then now i look at my forehead i'm like yeah that's that's fucking fine what i need though is the nose job what i need though is the lip filler so like it's changing and i don't it's just because of social media and now part of me like because i am getting my cpa license and i know i'm gonna go back to working a nine-to-five job i'm still gonna be like doing this stuff though so i'm kind of like Maybe if my daily is more normal, I won't be so obsessed with like, oh, I have to fix this and then I have to fix that and I have to fix that. Because also I'm getting older, too. It's like, yeah, how many fucking like can I, I can't keep up with the 22 year olds. So I why am I even that. trying? Well, and I think the thing about plastic surgery, I'm obviously pro plastic surgery. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying like you even saying I want to know job. I'm not going to be like, hey, 
suggest here's my surgeon just in case right like, no unless you reach out and like want to do the research right well i have done the research and i got a consultation recently <laughs> oh my gosh well i think the thing about plastic surgery and trying to keep up it's not trying to look younger it's trying to gracefully age right right mm -hmm. so you don't ever want to look like i'm okay looking the age that i look mm -hmm. i'm okay looking 29 but i want to look a good 29 yeah i want to look a good 35 a good 40 or whatever the case may be you never want to try and make yourself look like 22 when you're 45 like unless you're asian it's not gonna happen right yeah. but you just want to keep up with yourself maintenance i would call I it i think that's what it is because i i mean i don't think that i want to be a 22 year old right. especially like mentally like i don't really envy the 22 year olds mm -hmm. in any way really mm -hmm. besides that they just have more time i guess more life yeah but um i think it is just still like do i need to play the game as heavy as I want to physically. Like, is it, are you doing it out of social pressure or yeah, are you doing it I, because I think if no one ever looks at, looks at me and comments on my looks or gives me value, which I do feel like I, I get value because we're like trying to be pretty on social media. If I didn't have that every day and I'm literally just like doing my accounting job, like would I really need the nose job? I don't know. Would so, you? Who I was mean, the first person who told you you had an ugly nose? Why do you um, want a nose job? Yeah. It was years ago. From? Um, well, also, I, I think I have an issue with my nose too because I know it doesn't look the way it did when I was in my teens. Mm. Like I had yeah, a, your nose and ears are the two things that keep growing. Yeah, forever. so I guess your nose changes a lot. And um, so, but mine, I did, I did damage to my nose, but I had a drug problem mm. when I was younger. I did a lot of cocaine, and the, so the inside of my nose collapsed. And then over the years, it's just gotten weaker and weaker, so it's collapsed in on itself. So then, like the nostril are like I didn't used to have it used to be more of like a triangle if that makes sense mm -hmm. like it was just like straight from the nostril to the bridge and now it's like there's like a heavy deep line in there mm. so it's like I think there's shame because like I damaged my body so like I want to fix it mm. and also I see that and that reminds me of that constantly like that my nose is collapsing in on itself so it's like a personal shame I issue as well this is like kind of like sidebar topic okay but if is the inside of your nose is would that be covered by insurance? I tried really to cosmetic? ask. I tried to ask. I was like, but the thing that I want fixed is the front. Which but like and while they're in there, I know, they, I know, I know, yeah. I know. And I, I will tell you this: as someone who's had a nose job, and I'm getting a second one because it was botched the first time don't go through insurance go to a nose specialist like a guy yeah. who only does noses and he's like the best at noses yeah. even if you have to pay more because if you go through insurance they're going to be like he's a plastic some surgeon shitty, go yeah, some you know yeah mm -hmm. no like because i i asked that too i this. got a consultation and it was eight thousand dollars that's normal um and i was like hmm but then he told me he couldn't do exactly what he wanted what i wanted done he was like it's probably going to start falling apart when you're 50 so i don't i don't think you'll want me to do what you're asking me to do and i was like okay he goes but i can fix the internal structure because it is collapsed. I do yeah. have a collapsed whatever the fuck septum. it's called. Um, well, it's not the septum. It's something else. I forgot what it's called. But um, anyway, he goes, I can fix the internal structure so you can breathe better. And then um, it'll widen your nose a little bit. So maybe it'll kind of help pull away from the from what you're thinking is, a, is an issue. He's like, but if I go in and try to like fully fix it cosmetically, it probably won't last. So I'm like, fuck. But I'm like, maybe you just don't know how to do it. Maybe I should keep looking. <laughs> well, it is good to That's get multiple. That's the scary part where I'm like, I'm going to put some time between this and myself because if I'm willing to be like, well, maybe you just can't do it and someone will, but then I wind up with some botched job. Yeah, then yeah. it's like, yeah. that's be when it's scary. That. So I'm like, yeah. we're going to reel it in and just wait. Yeah. But I can find my, I find myself going kind of like crazy in my head about it. Do you feel like if you were to get a nose job, it's like a treat yourself type of thing? Or do you feel like you need it 
to feel... I think it would relieve pressure in my mind. So mm. it's not really like a happy thing. It's more of like I could finally breathe. Like mm. physically so physical and mentally. Mentally and, fi- mentally and physically. So I will tell you, a nose job will make you able to breathe, but it's not going to make you happier and it's not going to remove the guilt you have well, for what you did. I have to say, I did get a very small procedure done because I had these eye bags and they were getting really big. And I was like, I'm fucking 29 at the time. I was like, I'm too young to have these eye bags. And I got my eye bags like fixed and I felt better about that. Like it relieved that pressure. So in my head, I'm like, this will and I'll never think about it again. It will relieve that pressure. Yes. So I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. But if I believe you, (laughs) I'm like, no, well, what I mean is like, you know how you say you felt guilty because you did that to your nose? Like that guilt, you have to work through it probably before the nose job because, you know, like you have to forgive yourself for what you did. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it, you are going to be like, oh, I have a cute nose. Yeah, I know. You know, like, so you just have to be careful because it is a very slippery slope between like oh just this one thing because there's always going to be something to fix you always just have to be addicted for sure Mm -hmm. and like what is the line between addiction and not you know but you can always fix everything and you just sometimes you have to live with the things yeah but i feel like that's just like the one major thing where i'm like if i can get through with for that. now no but i'm like there's a five head back in uh but i don't even care about that anymore and if you want it i support it yeah yeah you know i think at the end of the day like my friends we have this thing like if we're ever overboard let me know like with the lip filler with anything like and we're honest you know so there's been times where i look back and i'm like well i shouldn't have had so much lip filler you know but it's up to you and you get to make your own mistakes and you get to learn from them and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing yeah but i i mean i'm more than happy to (laughs) help you out She's like, Guidance. you need someone yeah. like know. Yeah, like all the tips and tricks, you know, yeah. what you should be taking before, after. I love that. Yeah. Do you ever get scared? Because oh, so I've thought about fillers before. I've thought about Botox. I've thought about, um, you know, I even talked about the nose job when I was looking at the filter. But then I always go online and I read all these horror stories and then I get too freaked yeah, out. Yeah, like the one in a million case where yeah. someone goes yeah. blind. Someone goes blind yeah. or like bo- botulism and like uh, like half their face g- falls down and Oof. I'm like ah like what if I just went in for this little baby procedure just for Botox right here and then I ended up blind with half my face paralyzed that's Ooh. like so not likely to happen <laughs> it's cause uh, you also have to do your research on who you're getting yeah, it from for sure. right? yeah. so then I do that and then people are like he was the best doctor in Beverly Hills that did this and I was like yeah i think you just like anything if you look for the positive you'll find it and if you look for the negative you'll find it right. so when it, okay, i don't get scared see <laughs> that's why i never did drugs either i was like i want to do all the drugs and then i read all the horror stories and i was like i'm never doing any drugs you're yeah. so smart <laughs> that worked with me in that way you know i was like oh no i'm not gonna do that but when it came to plastic surgery like i do my research extensively before i go anywhere and the thing is like for example like with lip filler a lot of things like i'll go to mexico for like i did my nose job in mexico um that's it actually but uh your your teeth oh my teeth in mexico yeah so i'll do my research on stuff like that but lip fillers because it's something it's a liquid i'm like i'm just gonna stay in the states because here they have to use that if you go to mexico and they they put something Mm. that's cheaper i'm not saying surgeons over there do that but you never know i'm like here if somebody puts something they're not supposed to you can sue the f out of them Mm -hmm. a nose job is gonna be a nose job anywhere you go because it is what it is it's just a physical yeah it's it's, they're not injecting anything you know so here in the states you're pretty safe you're like in the best place to get like botox filler or whatever the case may be but also, if you're like, you know, it's not worth the pain because it does hurt. It's not worth the money because it is costly. It's not worth the managing it 
then if it's not worth it for you, then that's fine, you know? Yeah. And if you ever get to an age where you're like, oh, these wrinkles are really bothering me, then you could do it. That's the good thing about it. You, It's not a thing of like, oh, once you turn 30, like you're just you never going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, it's always a good time to do it if you want it. Yeah, totally. Um, Do you feel like be- either plastic surgery or the filters on Instagram has affected you at all psychologically? You think so? Jess is like nodding yes for those of you listening. <laughs> um, personally, I can talk from my experience. So I was thinking about it because Tiff told me a topic on my way here. Let's take a break really quick. And talk yeah, about, about how to get tea. straight tea. Yeah. If that's because, bothering uh, you, you got a solution. Either you can get them completely redone like Stacey did in Mexico, yeah. or you could just try to straighten them. Um, candid will help you fix your teeth very fast, too. A lot of this stuff gets done uh, within, like, six months. A lot of people are seeing results uh, with these invisible aligners. Uh, the Candid Clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible, unlike wire braces. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement with candid your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created the plan so you never have to wonder how you're doing you will always know um also candid costs an average of 50 percent less than invisalign so we like things that give you good results for less money um Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, all of our listeners can save $75 on Candid's starter kit. Go to candidco.com slash mood and use code mood. That's candidco.com slash mood with the code mood. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. Candidco.com slash mood with the code mood. Mood. Also want to give a shout out to Stitch Fix. So as the days get longer and the weather gets colder, uh, maybe in L.A., it's still pretty hot here, but it should get colder. It may be time to take a look at your winter wardrobe. So if you want to change the season, Stitch, Stitch Fix can help you choose new pieces that you'll love. So if you've ever wanted a stylist because you're like, I need new clothes, but I don't know what to pick out. Don't worry. Stitch Fix has you covered. Go online. Take a survey. They'll send you like little pictures and then you're like, I like that one. I don't like that one. And from the styles that you chose, they'll kind of like create your style for you pick out pieces just for you send them to your doorstep and then you pick the pieces that you want to that you like to wear um try them on if you don't like them you can send them back there's no additional fees or anything there is a 20 dollars styling fee for each box though which gets credited towards pieces you keep so whatever you keep you just get like 20 dollars off that's styling fee goes to that and uh, there's no hidden fees stitch fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women men and kids they ship all over the u.s and they're available in the uk as well mate so get started today at stitchfix.com slash mood and you'll get 25 percent off when you keep everything in your fix that's stitchfix.com slash mood for 25 percent off when you keep everything in your fix stitchfix.com slash mood Yes. But in addition to your wardrobe making you feel better about yourself, let's talk about the plastic surgery again. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you asked if I feel like it's, you know, psychological. Yeah. My Mm -hmm. mental health. So I think personally, I have found a really clear line in between what is worth it and what is not. So, for example, the standard of beauty for our generation or the younger generation, when you think of this, is like, 
Kylie Jenner. You mm -hmm. know, everybody thinks of her and she went from being an average looking 14 year old girl to being a really beautiful 20 something year old woman now. And she has obviously had some serious work done from mm. what we can tell, <laughs> allegedly. Yes. I right? like how you put it. She has obviously had some allegedly, serious work done. Because we don't done. know. Yeah. No, we do know for sure. Right. But if you think about it, like, okay, if if I think to myself, if I go to a surgeon and I tell him, here's a picture of Kylie Jenner. Let's do everything we can to make me look like that. Yeah, I'm pushing it. Like, obviously, lock me up, take my credit card away. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not doing that, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm personally doing is I see something and I'm like, mm, that I could fix that, you know? And I could fix that and thankfully I can afford it. And I'm young enough to where, like, I can take the time off and I have a job that allows me to take the time off and share it with my audience. So I'll do it, you know? And then... Because I'm only doing that, I feel like I'm okay within myself. I believe I'm a beautiful woman and I was beautiful before the plastic surgery mm -hmm. and now I just look polished. Like, that's how I see it. Like, I was already cute, beautiful, wonderful popping. Now <laughs> I just look like the polished version of myself. What would you, what do you think, how would you think you would feel if I was a witch and I snapped my fingers and all of it erased? And you couldn't get it back. And I could not ever yeah, get it back. you couldn't fix it. Then how would you really feel today? About my older self. Yeah. Like, or it's going to be you now, but at your age. I think if I look like this, you snapped your fingers, and then I was to look like my 29-year-old self without any work done, of course I would feel a type of way because I'm comparing my upgraded version to mm -hmm. my brand-based model. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. if I never would have seen what I look like now and I just would have kept going with my life and like would have kept Yeah, because you really don't know what you would have looked like, yeah, right? I, mean, I never would have known that yeah. this is what I could have looked like. But yeah, if you, it's like if they tell you like, okay, we're going to give you the coolest car or you can have this like basic car you know like okay <laughs> that's kind of well, what's happening with the filters really. yeah it is yeah. i mean I'm, am i the problem am I, <laughs> <laughs> am I not realizing that i have like an i mean the thing is i live okay with myself knowing it good. you know you know you have yeah. your boundaries like yeah. you have your clear lines and i think that's really important like whatever those are for you maybe those aren't the same lines for you but um uh for, for stacy like she has those clear lines and i i think that's important to go into yeah. it knowing exactly what you want and and what where you're where you've crossed the line yeah because for sure uh, what's i mean when i look at What's the difference Sorry. between it looks like it just seems like an upgraded version of what makeup is, you know, For makeup sure. is just yeah. something that's there to enhance your look, to make you feel like the best version of yourself or the more ideal version of yourself. That's not what I look like. You know, I don't mm -hmm. look like this when I wake up in the yeah, morning. We don't have gold eyelids and like right. super long freaking lashes. But you're still you. And right. I think it's the same thing with plastic surgery. Like plastic surgery makes you feel like I don't have to wear the makeup. You know, like I could like I feel presentable and I feel cute and I feel young and fresh because whether we like it or not, when we age, we sag, mm -hmm. we wrinkle, we start losing the shine on the things that were there before. And there's so many older women who feel like themselves again. Yeah. You know, like the mommy makeover, mm -hmm. if you guys are familiar mm -hmm. with yep. that, like the tummy tuck, the boob lift or whatever. How many women you know destroy their body having babies and some love it you know but i know i'm not gonna be one of those women that's like oh i destroy my body for this <laughs> like i'm just not like that and i'm okay with that right so knowing that i have an option to fix or to give some of my old body back makes me feel really good about it yeah i think if i were to go that route it would be that like replenish what i lost yeah like, i i noticed like some of this starts falling i'm for like sure. oh fillers would just bring it up just to where it was before that's actually you know? like because i've never publicly talked about this but this is literally the reason why i got a boob job 
Mm. Like I've never confirmed it, and obviously wow, it's like I know she this did. This is a, wow. is a monumental <laughs> moment. I know. It's just because like I've always felt like, why do I have to put my business? Like I already For put sure. so much of myself out there, yeah. like literally, like so much of myself out there that like this one thing where I'm like, it's obvious, like. Anyone who has eyeballs can see that I got a boob job. Like, compare my boobs to what it used to look like before to what they look like now. Obviously, I did. Yeah, before they were getting half chubs. Now they're getting full chubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, like, and then also another reason why I never talked about it is because I was actually not happy with what I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you guys kept saying, the main reason why I got it is because actually of the fact that I destroyed my body after having Isaac you know I I was 18 years old I had beautiful perky nice round breasts that they were just amazing and I was so happy with them and then after I had Isaac I nursed for a whole year so that took a tremendous toll on my body and so for many years after that like I've just always felt like not myself Mm -hmm. you know like something was kind of taken from you yeah Yeah. so then it was just like it was just I just wanted to feel me again but then by the time I ended up going in and I was just so nervous about it that I I wasn't like fully considering how I felt about what it is that like the size that I wanted to get so I I ended up going in with a friend and um and then because she recommended me her doctor and it wasn't Geo, in case you're wondering. <laughs> um, and so, like, she was telling me that, like, oh, you know, you look great with that. Like, she was just being really supportive. And and then the doctor also let me know, like, you know, the, the number one complaint that I hear from people is that they went too small. Like, you should probably go a size up that you want. And I was just like, you know, I was try, I was like trying on the the implants, like over the the bra that they give you. And I was just like, initially, like, I felt in my gut, like, no, I want this size. Like, if it, if it was like small, medium, large, I wanted the small. Like, I was just like, I feel like small is me. But then with the influence that I got outside of myself, because I still wasn't solid with what I wanted and who I am and all that stuff, I I let the outside influence affect me, which ended up making me go bigger than I originally was comfortable with. And so for that reason, I just felt kind of ashamed that I got something I didn't really want. Oh, honey. Because it wasn't even for like this like ego reason it was really just like you just wanted to restore what you lost me and it wasn't like oh i'm like because you're not and we can tell by looking at your social media you're not really out there like trying to be like this hot girl or whatever or like it's like sexual like a bathing suit like you're so like i think for you you're like i'm just trying to be like the woman that i was but then then now that i let someone kind of convince me to like have these massive boobs that are almost em- like it feels embarrassing it doesn't feel like yeah. you exactly yeah. so you wanted to feel want... more like you and now it feels not like you exactly yeah. so mm. then that's why i just never felt comfortable talking about it publicly and then everyone like bullying you thing, in, you know it's yeah. just like people were bullying you into talking about exactly. it too and, and, and i wish that like i i think we all wanted to be like just shut the fuck up because you don't even like know yeah. how she feels about it <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so then that's that's really what have like kept me quiet all these years because um the the day I got them done was the day Trump got inaugurated. <laughs> you have so, bad luck titties. So you do the math how long I've had these boobs. And so all this time I just felt like, damn it. Like I, I swung too far the other side and now I don't feel like myself. And all these years I've been talking to Casey and telling him like, like I want to get them redone. Like I want to I want to do what Like I want to be me. And that's the coolest thing. Like you, plastic surgery allows for that. Yeah. You can walk into another surgeon's office and be like, you know what these were too big like let me remove them 
Yeah. Because, I mean, gracias a Dios, you have the job to do it. You can take the time off. And it's something that could be fixed. Definitely. And I think um, I'm still struggling with, like, internally. Like, do I actually want to put my body through all that again? And then also get the... Like, because there's consequences, you know, from going going bigger than what you are, and then going smaller. That's yeah. literally what happened after I had Isaac. Like, I was a double D when I was nursing. I was just completely filled with milk, and then after the milk was gone, they deflated, and then that I was left with what I had. So now I'm I'm in this this space of like, is it worth it, or can I just live with what my decision? I live with what I've got already, and just be happy with what I have. And I'm still struggling with that right now, but yeah. There Both you options go. work. I mean, Both but every every time work. you do, because that is a bigger procedure. It's not like just getting lip filler or Botox. Like you're actually going under general anesthesia, which has a risk. Exactly. Like every time you go under general anesthesia, and especially as you're getting older, like that's more risky. So it's kind of like that's the part that scares me a little bit more. Is like, oh, let's just keep fixing these ma- like major operations. Another I think, thing, sorry, really quick. Another yeah, thing is that, um, you know, we are trying to get pregnant. We're trying to have more kids. And so I feel like I'm at this point where I'm like, well, you know what? Let me just put my body through what it needs to go through. And then after the fact, then we'll see where we're at. Yeah, yeah. then you can get like a lift and then smaller boobs. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. tiene arreglo, you know, you could fix it. That's the awesome thing about plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah. And the reason why I love it, because people like that, who give so much up by having kids bringing life into this world you can always fix it and be like this is what i wanted i feel mm-hmm. comfortable with this like this is the nose i was supposed to be born with these yeah. this is the hair color i was supposed to be born with like things that make you feel good about yourself you know mm-hmm. and i don't think that's going overboard at all i don't think you look ridiculous i don't think you're out here looking a fool you know like you don't look weird you <laughs> know um yeah. but, i'm so happy that you felt comfortable sharing that too. yeah it's just like i felt like it's just like been boiling up inside of me and especially every time we talk about this topic i just feel like such a fraud for mm-hmm. for not telling my truth you know but yeah and i yeah. i feel like you're reaching people out there that feel alone in this like they don't want to talk about it because you're not alone like there's so many people out there who are probably feeling the same way like oh I felt like I needed to do this and now I feel like I did too much and they they feel the same way as yeah Yeah. and so having someone like you talk about it is I'm just so proud of you for doing that because you like you're helping people out there yeah and um that's actually the the next part I wanted to get because we've talked a lot about our psychological effects and how it's affected us but also being in the public eye um have you guys thought about how your actions affect who's watching you because um, I was reading a, a survey that was like, so, you know, back in the 90s, our version was like magazines, everything was airbrushed and like, you know, models were Photoshop, but we didn't really, the average person didn't really do Photoshop. Right. So you, you didn't really have access to that or really realize that the images that you were seeing were altered. So a lot of people had these false beauty standards because they thought they had to look like the people in the magazines. Well, now everyone has access to that. Um, and we're all kind of operating like our own lifestyle magazines showing the ideal versions of our life Mm -hmm. and our lifestyle. Uh, But surveys still say that 
still 65% of people can't tell when an edit, when an image has been edited or altered. So they still look at it. Those and apps are so good. Com- yeah. Like if I just nip a little bit of arm fat, you can't tell, but it makes such a big difference. Huge difference. Or like, like a damn, little you can't bit even, of like... And it doesn't stretch the whole fi- the whole photo anymore. Like it literally just fixes the arm fat. Yeah, I'm like, you could damn, freeze this shit like looks there. good. <laughs> yeah, I am a professional fucking now. photographer. <laughs> yeah, like So when... And I've d I have I have not really thought of this till recently about how like just even little actions like that like influence a lot of people. Um I didn't really think of it before and, and that people looking at my social media might think that I have a like this unrealistic standard or something, um, because of, you know, a filter I use or like, you know, anything that's that's done to enhance a photo. Um Yeah, so- I've actually been conscious about that. Um I still I'm not like 100% raw photo uploading yet, but ever since that last that last post that I put on my Instagram talking about the filter difference, like the post right after that, I I did notice myself like still going to like I want to like put like a skin softener or whatever mm-hmm. because like you could see my pores or whatever it is and I still did it, but I did it like in a way less amount than I would normally do it and I think um I guess that's progress because like weaning <laughs> yeah I'm kind of weaning off and like trying to get used to my my raw self and and uh, like portraying that too because you're right like I after especially after seeing the social dilemma I did start feeling like a sense of responsibility and guilt because of mm-hmm. what I end up portraying out there and like we're um, all participating in yeah. not like being I, able to be ourselves. Yeah, yeah like I'm doing I was doing it for me but not realizing the impact exactly. that it has on anyone looking at the that's photo that's exactly it like, I literally can't post like a story without putting a, a filter on it same, like I tried same. the other day and I was like what the fuck like you know the craziest part okay so we all, you're saying Photoshop, but everybody knows of the app called Facetune, Facetune yeah, yeah. right? So Facetune, everybody everybody uses it's it. So good. everybody uses fucking Facetune. <laughs> you're watching us. We use Facetune, yeah. okay? But here's the deal with Facetune. So you know TikTok came up, and TikTok doesn't have filters. Mm-hmm. It has like a beauty mode where you can kind of blur, but you can't change anything right. about yourself. It just you're the way you are. Period, right? So I got on TikTok. I love TikTok. I'm myself. There's no filter, like. I'm lit up there, you know, like it's, I love me. Everybody mm-hmm. looks at my wrinkles, they make fun of them and I'm like, it is what it is. And that's, you're going to pay for it. We're not going to do anything about it. So anyway, <laughs> Facetune came out with Facetune video and I was like, oh hell no, I'm not even going to try this shit because right. then once I do, mm. it's going to get ugly and then I'm not going to like me on TikTok. And if you hate smelling like dirty socks... In your armpits. That's what you smell like, right? I don't know. I don't, you should get that checked out. I don't Ooh. smell like dirty socks because I use native deodorant. With the holiday season right around the corner, we're all getting into the spirit by indulging in the sights and sounds and scents of the new season. One thing I made sure to do was update my native collection with their new candy cane holiday scent. Native is the perfect addition to your daily routine this holiday season. Native deodorants don't just block odor better, they're made better. Native has ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil and shea butter. It's also vegan and never tested on animals. Native never uses ingredients that shouldn't be in deodorant like aluminum, parabens, sulfates, or talc. Their candy cane gift set makes for a great gift option. And all Native products are great stocking stuffers for everyone on your list. Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. See why so many people love Native and check out the over 14,000 five-star reviews. Give a gift of Native by going to nativedeo.com. 
com slash bigmoodgirls or use promo code bigmoodgirls at checkout and get 20% off your first order. Make sure you order before December 7th to get your products in time for Christmas. That's nativedeo.com slash bigmoodgirls or use promo code bigmoodgirls at checkout. That's right. And if you, while you're smelling amazing and not like dirty socks, let me tell you about some clean, amazing <laughs> socks. So Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. And I can attest to this because I have been a fan of Bombas for like a, at least five years, I think, maybe more. Um, and I'm actually wearing them again. And I didn't do this on purpose. But here you go. Some Bombas. You wear those socks every single time. I know. They still look time. amazing. Are those every- your only socks? No, no, no. So <laughs> get this poor woman She's some no- more socks. Bombas, can you send us some I socks? Know, send me more socks. No. So every time I wear low shoes like this, I always love wearing my Bombas because they're just so comfortable. So the reason why I love them is because on the back they have this like jelly situation here that actually keep my grips. socks. There we go. They I grip like that it. there's three grips, not just one shitty exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not and then usually because other lo- the no-show socks, they try to have these grips on the back of your ankle here, but they're always like really thin and they don't actually grip your like onto your feet you know so that's what the reason why i absolutely love wearing these i actually bought a ton of pairs so that's why i'm always wearing them (laughs) but back then i I think i got like a 10 pack or something like i have a ton of these and they've lasted like five years so many years like by now you could kind of see how they're kind of getting a little thin by Mm -hmm. by the the toe area but they still haven't ripped they're amazing i absolutely love them and like I said, I wear them all the time. And with the holidays coming up, maybe you haven't always thought that socks were the perfect gift or the perfect way to give back. But actually, Bomba socks were made to give, literally. When you give a pair of super comfortable Bomba socks, you're not only giving someone a gift they'll love, you'll also be donating a specially designed pair to someone in need. Because for every pair of socks Bomba sells, they donate a pair to someone experiencing homelessness across the U- U.S. Bombas are specially engineered to be the most comfortable pair of socks you and everyone on your guest list has ever worn. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just givable, they were made to give. Go to bombas.com mood today and get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale, November 18th through December 2nd. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash mood for 20% off bombas.com slash mood yay so stacy back to that point you were trying to make a while ago (laughs) yeah i mean just like i was saying the whole facetune is catching up with the times and they're introducing video now and that's really scary so scary before you would rely on youtube uh like my youtube viewers know exactly what i look like when i wake up when i go to sleep when i have no makeup all the time same right Instagram, I look cuter, but you know, mind your business. It is what it is. <laughs> you don't know if it's angles or filter yeah, or what. You don't right. know. <laughs> like, I mean, I still look like myself, right? But YouTube and TikTok were the places where I was like, you know, I'm still me. Like, I still look like myself. And now that that's being introduced, I'm sure like the future generations will even use that to the point where we already see it. Like, you see someone that you've been watching online and you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. you look like When you that? finally get, like, I think uh, it's funny because a lot of times the paparazzi will, like, finally them. get footage oh, yeah. and you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, to some degree, you know, like, the paparazzi, like, they are not getting good angles or whatever. But I think if 
the fact that video is being introduced now is a really scary part because then we're really not going to look nothing like ourselves nothing you will ever see will actually be anything yeah you know like now the people you're watching will we already look different you know but now with video it's going to be like a hundred times worse i wonder how it'll impact dating like because mm. if you're doing online dating and it already does don't that's you think crazy i don't know you, you've never online dated no you guys yes, have. I have okay <laughs> so obviously we all choose our best pictures right and i mean i'm not, I'm not online dating but i have and there was times where i was like oh my god like ew well you know men are pretty particularly shitty about it because they use pictures from like 15 years ago yeah like they, or and 15 I'm like, pounds ago yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I think for girls, like, we definitely do, like, we'll put the skin smoothing one on or whatever, but I don't feel like, I feel like we take pictures so often that, like, our dating profiles are, are a little bit more representative. Maybe some girls who have gained weight will take a better angle right. to where they look a little thinner. But I feel like men are worse. Well, at girl, that. I've they seen don't take enough like pictures. you have such a nice body. You know, you're such a cute girl. But I have seen girls that literally contour themselves into like kylie jenner you know like mm-hmm. i can pop a hip out make it look curvy you know but i have seen like magic tricks right and like when you're flat as a board but then you do all these weird yeah angle and things. like you know obviously that's a beauty standard now like you're supposed to be curvy in order to be desirable yeah. or whatever but i'm not sure like we all post our best angles but i think when it comes to dating sites like be a little more honest yeah you know? i feel like if you're trying to find like a real relationship too it's it's weird it's like why do you want to reel in a fish with a f- like not even your yeah like yourself. a fake bait yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like you want someone to that's gonna like husband. you for yeah. you you want them to really love you like when you're fucking throwing up at two o'clock in the morning because you're got food poisoning or whatever mm-hmm. so like do you yeah. really think like someone that's <clears throat> excuse me attracted to like this fake version of you is gonna stick around when you look like shit would you be down jess um when you start dating again to show up to your dates with no makeup like just literally like raw like raw (laughs) not even with my boyfriend no (laughs) I think what I would do is I would take because a lot of the pictures that I was using I think I was pulling from Instagram so there there would be photos that I liked of my nose better because it hid kind of some of the collapse of my nose so I think like I would have to be more honest with myself and be like okay take a picture with no fucking filters like just with the literally with a camera and then that gets uploaded. I don't make any changes to it. And it doesn't have filters or skin smoothing or anything on it. And mm-hmm. like, that's going to be the photos that I put up. And then maybe one photo like, look, this is me with no makeup. Mm. And like, just be as purely honest as yeah. I can. Um, I don't think that I ever catfished anyone with my photos. I mean, I don't think I ever you went look that like far. Yourself. I think I still look yeah. like myself. But yeah. yeah, I do think like maybe I, I would want to try to be like, well, look, this is really me. Like, I know you're you're like sorting through thousands of profiles of girls like with very clear filters mm-hmm. and very clearly like they've shaped their bodies and all these things. So like if you can look and see me, this is a real me. If that stands out to you as a positive thing, then maybe yeah. you are someone for me. Exactly. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, you're filtering out. Yeah. But the good filtering out. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if online dating is worth it, to be honest. We'll see if I even <laughs> bother right. doing that again. Mm. Um, I... I went through a thing last year uh, because I would, I used to, I don't anymore. Um, it was early last year and before, anytime before early 2019, I had SIBO mm-hmm. and I talked about this in a video. I did a whole video on it. We did an episode of Hey Bitch and yeah. I, I talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was constantly bloated where I looked like six, I looked like seven, eight months pregnant 
all the fucking time, no matter what I ate, no matter how much I exercised or whatever. And I tried so much stuff. It was just like the bane of my existence. I hated my body. Mm-hmm. I just hate everything. Anytime I, there was a full body picture, I just got so depressed. And um, I it made it really had an impact on my self-esteem. And like I was looking up lipo people and stuff, even though that wouldn't have done anything to the bloating. Yeah, it wasn't even about that. Yeah, there was like it felt like there was nothing I could do. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. I didn't know it was SIBO or like a bacterial thing in there. Um, and then uh, I used to. I so I used to photoshop my pictures because I couldn't handle having like a full body picture if I was taking a picture with somebody mm-hmm. and they wanted a full body like I had to photoshop my body because I didn't like the bloating and I didn't think of how it would impact anybody looking at it it was just for me mm-hmm. and then as I was looking like while I was going through that time I remember um, scrolling and anybody who had a flat stomach or like just it seemed like everybody had a flat stomach it mm. seemed like I was the only person in the world that didn't have a flat stomach yeah. or that had this problem and then I realized because I was photoshopping my pictures I was like oh shit maybe they were too I don't yeah. know and I after I dealt with the SIBO even when I was going through it and I wasn't quite done with it yet and I was still bloated I just I stopped photoshopping my body just mm-hmm. because like for me, I know I felt alone. And even if people were going to comment on like, oh, people do comment. They're like, are you pregnant? You know, you look yeah. pregnant. You look a couple months pregnant or whatever. And that's that's fine because I'm just like, but that's me. Like, mm-hmm. I that's what I look like. The only thing I do still do is I put a 90s filter on yeah. my, my pictures because I just like the grainy look. But yeah. I the don't. Yeah, it looks great like on your page. <laughs> yeah. But I, I noticed that um, it made a bigger impact on my self-esteem not photoshopping my body anymore because what I looked like in the mirror was what I looked like in the pictures and it like reinforced just if I can't love me the way I look I'm mm-hmm. just not it was only making me more depressed True. seeing an image that wasn't me it was like you love a liar version yeah. of yourself and so I think I had to go through that first not saying I would never do lipo in the future or anything like that I think maybe if I did have kids maybe I would do a mommy thing I don't know I don't even dye my hair because I'm too scared but mm-hmm. um point is like I think I had to go through that mental th- psychological thing of loving my myself the way I actually look first yeah. before I could choose to make like any changes or alterations and if, if that was if that's one thing that I could impart just from my own personal experience on anyone listening or anyone who follows me that that might feel alone in that way um, I, I just think that really doing the work on your inner first mm-hmm. like helped so much oh, to yeah. the outer yeah and that goes for filters and plastic surgery yeah for both you have to love who you already are before you walk into anywhere and say fix this because then i'm gonna love myself after this filter i'm gonna love myself after this lipo i'm gonna love myself yeah. what it's not gonna work you know like yeah that's if you literally don't... how i i walked into the doctor's office yeah. thinking like i'm gonna love my body more and i'm gonna feel amazing on my wedding day because yeah. I, I did it for me to look better in my wedding dress mm. and it just ended up being the opposite effect because i wasn't already okay right yeah yeah gina's coming in that's like she can't get it just take it out that's like when i got my boobs done and people were like is it because you hate your body and i'm just like no no my 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 metaphor was it's like you have a lamborghini do you hate your Lamborghini just because you put new rims on it? No. No. I'm still a fucking Lamborghini. You love it so much. I you want to upgrade it. Exactly. So nice. I got myself some rims. All right. 
That's a great. That's a great Thank analogy. you for imparting yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was was good knowledge. Be a Lamborghini with some rims if you want them. Yeah, <laughs> but make but sure you right. love the Lamb. Make sure you consider yourself a Lamborghini yep. and not a fucking Ford Focus. Be- Don't go in there yep. trying to think you're gonna put rims on a Ford Focus and that you're gonna love it. Yep. It's still a Ford Focus. Yep. You have to love. Yep. Yep. And I think I'm not at the place. I feel a little bit still like a Ford Focus. That's why I'm like I'm not gonna go get the nose job. Even I'm not gonna force it because I'm like I don't think I'm mentally there yet because I when I look at the Instagram filtered pictures of myself I feel good but then once I put my phone down and I look in the mirror then I'm like oh fuck like I'm not loving it yep. so I'm not physically there you have to love both yet. yeah you have to be at the point where you're like I look cute with the filter but look at me I look cute without the filter yeah and both work you know mm-hmm. like I am in love with myself with and without a filter like I can look at myself in the mirror and be like chef's kiss yeah you know? but I, I feel like a little bit i'm i it's only been it's kind of been imparted on me that i'm not good enough versus i really felt that way like i By think it's, it's the social media really so it's the commenters the girl like the all like so i i didn't i loved myself more i think before i was really involved in and this Instagram. is a tough career yeah. like when you yeah. constantly have people throwing yeah girl i never even knew lip filler was a thing until i got on social media yeah. and then i was Same. like i need that i need that like that's gonna make me look better you know yeah. and it did but you know otherwise i never would have known like right. in mexico lip filler is not a thing that's popular yeah. you know mm-hmm. so i think that in order to do like be in this career you have to have a tough shell and you have to know who you are yeah exactly. because no matter what anybody tells you whether they're like oh my god like you know i've gotten things that they're like oh you look like this you look like that well that's your opinion and that's your problem you could take it up with your therapist because yeah. it has nothing to do with me you know I like love that. well and that's the thing the same thing goes for the good comments and the bad comments i love my supporters i love my followers i write and die for them but their praise means the same thing yeah, as the negativity i'm leveled yeah. you know like and they tell me i love you so much i love you too but i'm leveled i know who i am mm-hmm. whether you're here or not so when you stop holding their opinion higher than yours and mm-hmm. nothing against you guys but that's when you're truly going to be happy with who you are i don't know that i hold their opinion higher than my own i think it's just like they've pointed out something that i wasn't aware about so it's like oh when i smile my nose droops down and it looks like a witch so now i'm like they're projecting oh, their own so then, so then, so, so then i look they're and i'm loving. looking at all the angles i'm looking at all the angles and i'm like oh you know what the right that does look like it does look like that. So now it's not even about that person or their opinion. It's just like, and now I'm aware of something that because I only see myself dead on, right? So then now they're pointing out stuff. They see out. all these angles I don't see. Do you Girl. think their so they opinion point is like sh- a projection of how you feel about yourself that you didn't realize that's how you felt? Because that's what I notice about me. Whenever like they'll point out something about like, oh, Tiff is so controlling or whatever. I'm like, fuck, that's one of my insecurities. They pointed it out. Now it's like right in my face. Right. Like, well, and also before you even go there, let me tell you something else. A lot of people not throwing shade because they're going to be like, fucking Stacey, she's a chubby. <laughs> no shade, no tea. But if you're out there and it hits, then it, it will hit for a reason. But oh, a lot of people, saying, it hits for a reason. So that yeah. is shade, basically. Right. No shade, no tea, though. But <laughs> just know this. A lot of times, let's say I'm insecure about my body and I see you online and I'm like, freaking Jess like here she is living this beautiful life with this beautiful freaking body and she gets to hang out with my favorite people and she's rich and she lives in this 
beautiful house with these dogs like i'm just gonna fucking say that she has an ugly nose so now this person got their energy in your head and now she lives in your hair rent free like because that comment that person is like doesn't even exist to me though they're faceless but they're controlling your emotions because they're so jealous of the way you look the way you are the life you live and because they got to be in your head about that comment they're like yeah now she's not that happy because now she knows that she has an ugly nose Mm -hmm. whether or not you have that person in your mind their opinion still lives there. yeah and and that's a thing like I, but I agree with the opinion that's what i'm saying right. it's coming from within it's a projection something that you have within yourself that they are highlighting which now it's in front of your face yeah i i don't i mean i i don't get the difference though it's like i it's just it's almost like i wasn't able to see and then someone gave me glasses yeah but that person who gave you glasses is a hater and you have to be like well I but it still it. exists though right so I, it's like i we all compare ourselves right so it's like i know my titties are way smaller than yours but what if right. i didn't have glasses on and then you gave me the glasses and i'm like oh wait i have a cups and you have d cups and you have to be okay with that yeah you but have it's, to it's be just okay me being that. aware of reality basically whereas before social media and before people got to comment on me i wasn't aware of reality i wasn't aware of what i really look like I, all i see is the dead-on version of myself in the mirror, which we all know looks way different from a selfie camera, which looks different from your profile, which looks different. So it's really just basically when you get so many people commenting on you, they point out all the things you see in all these different directions that you didn't know because you only see yourself in like like you can't even see your mouth right like when you in your face you can't even see your mouth if you look down but then like other people can see every little thing about you and so now it's i just have glasses on so it's it's not really about like they're haters or whatever it's just like oh damn now i see clearly and i don't like it but if no one ever told me that i wouldn't have known right but you have to be okay with that you know like if i open up like okay tiktok there's no filter right and so obviously i'm getting older i'm getting wrinkles under my eyes right and this like boy like probably a teenage boy was like oh my god your wrinkles and then i was like yeah they're there people are seeing them like i have to be okay with them Mm -hmm. unless i'm gonna fix them i have two options i fix them or i'm okay with them yeah like i am not gonna allow these people to live in my head rent free just because i have wrinkles under my eyes like it is only a part of getting older i understand what you mean though about the wearing the glasses part because that's kind of how i felt about my ears when that kid pointed them out that's when i went home and i started staring in the mirror and i started realizing like oh my gosh my ears are too big for my face like i i think now at this point i i grew into my ears but when i was younger i think that yeah my ears were bigger than like your head like than my head yeah so then yeah like he put the glasses on my face where i could actually see that my ears were bigger and that I didn't I wasn't okay with it I ended up feeling insecure about it Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to hide it yeah so yeah it is really highlighting something that you just are insecure about yeah down inside I will say though what bothers me more is people um commenting on my intelligence (laughs) so I feel good that like I care if you try to fucking come at me that I'm like no (laughs) you it is not who you are it's not an insecurity that doesn't it has to be the same with the way you look I don't know know why I can't because it's like I maybe it's some sort of entitlement where it's like I shouldn't be ugly. It's not. It's not fair for me to be ugly. Why do I, you know, like it's probably but some I think ego. The, the nose thing is coming yeah. from like, like what you said earlier. It's coming from a place of guilt because you feel like you did that to your own mm-hmm. body, and it's not what it used to be. And mm-hmm. then that's where the insecurity is coming from. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I do like what you were talking about, though, Stacey, about like having a place where you have filters and stuff like like where on Instagram, everyone on stories has the Paris filter. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You're yeah. wearing the, you have that Paris filter. For on. Sure. OK, 
Um, but then, like, on my vlog channel, I'm always no makeup, right out of bed, like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And so, and Both if you follow pretty. me, you like yeah. me, like, yeah. I'm cool with it. I'm comfortable with it. Well, if I go on Instagram, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll look presentable today. You yeah. Know? Um, and, but having that and, you know, kind of knowing in my head, like, this is where I'm going to present myself and this is where I'm just going to, you're my living boyfriend and, like, we've been comfortable <laughs> yep. and we're in sweatpants, you know? Yeah. Like, is this channel is that? Because I can't fix the filters on this channel. Aww. And you're beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's all a journey. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got to hear from different perspectives, though, because we got Stacy, who's who's done plastic surgery, and and you're like you're confident in yourself, it. and you she love has it. a Lamborghini, you, you thrive, and, and she I put feels the rims like on it's it. a Lamborghini. Yeah. Yeah. We have Tiff, who did some plastic surgery, kind of doesn't feel like it was the right fit for her, and now she's going to redo it. Jess is considering doing it. I'm just trying to like go from Ford Focus to Lamborghini. Like that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> you got to feel like yeah, girl, I got to feel like it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm too scared. I'm just going to walk. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I got my bombos on. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly, they're comfy. Okay, well, this hour flew by. Let us know what you think in the comments. Do you use filters? How do you feel about them? Have you considered plastic surgery? What do you feel about that? We like to know. This is a conversation. That's why we started this podcast in the first place. Was just to like have a place where you can talk about things that you feel like people aren't talking about around you, or if you feel alone about that. Um, also, check out Stacy and yeah. all of the wonderful things she's doing. She has a jewelry line. It's yeah. so jewel. I'm wearing her necklace. Yes, girl. And she's got a TikTok. She's got her YouTube channel. She's got a channel. podcast with her sister. Just look me up. Yeah, yes. Stacey Diaz anywhere. Ooh. And you and you could go look at her to, her teeth journey. Yes. <laughs> My veneer Mexico. journey. Yes. Yeah. And her plastic surgery journey. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I vlog about everything. Go check out that whole everything. channel. Also, rate us on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. And if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. It helps the algorithm. We love you guys. We'll see yeah. you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.